What happens when you pack eight guys into a rental van, drive to Jacksonville, and go see a wrestling pay-per-view all in one night? Let's just hope it doesn't end with a phone call to Richard Alexander. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. <laughs> Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally, anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just <laughs> hauling nothing ass, but underwear, probably naked too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. All right, just so you know, you messed that all up because it's gonna be nine guys. Oh. <laughs> Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen! Live footage from the party bus. Oh my god, uh, dude! I am so excited about this weekend coming up. Memorial Day weekend coming up. Going to have a barbecue. I'm going to smoke something for the first time in like three and a half months because I've been so busy. We're going to fucking Jacksonville. We're going to watch some badass wrestling. This mm-hmm. pay-per-view is going to be like eight and a half hours long. I think there's, what, 37 matches? You know what I'm excited for? I cannot wait for the entrances and the fans and everything else because I think it's just going to go batshit crazy as a, like a party. 6,000 fans. First that's, that's Moxley's... Yeah. Yes. Okay. First yeah. live show in over a year, I think, in three months. Um, packed house, sold out. I think... I cannot wait for the roar of the fans. That, that's what I'm looking... The show's going to be cool. It's going to be fun to be back out in it again. But that song specifically, they better let that play for like three minutes and just milk it for everything because I oh, think they will. I of course think they will. that fan I think the fans alone are gonna make this night incredible. Hell yeah. Well hey. six sixty five hundred people for the first time in AEW in a year and a half? Year? A- AEW fans are crazy anyway. Yeah. But I think after a year of not having a full like now the the gates are opened. They've released the hounds. I can't wait to get there. I think well, it's going to be fun. Now, Memorial Day last year was the last stadium stampede, right? Because we watched that over at your place. Yes. Right. So they had been shut down for about three months before that, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Since I think, like early I think March. It's a year and four months. Yeah. Or so, Longest two like weeks that. I've ever seen in my life. Longest two weeks I've seen in my life. When? The two weeks we all well, we have to do is wear our mask for two weeks. Oh. And everything yeah. will be fine. Yeah. Longest. It's I all we swear need. to just, God, it seems like it was two years. Give us two weeks and two we'll flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> My ass. Here we are a year later. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we got... Uh, Fun group of guys going. We got nine of us that are going to be... I rented a um, 12-seater van. Um, there may or may not be beer in that van. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm, allegedly. I, 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 allegedly. Yeah, there might be a sick ostrich. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, going to go up there and have some fucking fun and enjoy ourselves and... Yeah. yeah. I, I'm looking forward. It's like a, what, three and a half hour drive? Yeah, about... Um, Get there early, buy some shirts, hang out, just just have a ball. Hell yeah. Can't I wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Haven't had a road trip with buddies in 
got to something of this level. I think we lived in Michigan and we went to Cincinnati for the home opener of Paul Brown Stadium and there was a van full of yeah, that's the last time that I've had like a road trip like this of of this level. So I'm pretty pumped. I've only had a road trip one time and it was in Italy. I mean, if you're going to have one. Four guys, four guys and a, like a 1972 VW Bug cruised from like we were about 30 minutes north of Venice and we drove all the way down to Rome, hit Florence and Pisa in Rome and then drove back, did it in 3 days. Slept slept in the fucking Bug. Did you get uh, pizza? Fuck yeah, we got pizza. I Dude, say, I was in Rome. I was going to say if you're going to Italy, right? And you don't get pizza? I was in Rome. I had pizza. You shouldn't and even I, be allowed oh, in. Yeah, but I've I've never done this like with I've never done this. I've never yeah. gone on just like a straight road trip for the weekend. So I'm I'm free. I'm pretty guys. I'm looking forward to it. I yeah, th- I think it'll be a great time. There will be no shortage of dick jokes. I'm sure. I mean, it's this is not an appropriate group. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Which makes me even happier. <laughs> of course, if they were, we wouldn't be going with them anyway. Yeah. Right. Uh, Muffy, please pass yeah. the tea. Let you fuck off and get out of yeah. the car. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out. Get out. <laughs> GTFO. <laughs> Oh, so other than that, uh, where do you want to start? I mean, we got to start with the playoffs. All right, let's do it. Um, there's a text I sent you and Richard yesterday. It said, all of these playoff overtime games is our reward for the shitty year of COVID that we just got through. Fair. You love hockey, and it loves you back. Yeah, for real. I- it's been awesome. Now, I would love to see the amount of extra games that we've gotten with all of these overtime periods tallied up it's like how many bonus games we've had of the first round well we know in the capitals and bruins um uh series they played five games but they but they they played six yeah because they played three overtime periods in the first in the first three games first three games went yeah. to overtime i mean it's just been i didn't dude nashville and carolina have gone to double overtime twice yeah um didn't watch as much this weekend i was actually spending a lot of time outside doing Family stuff, which was nice, but uh, well, you had uh, graduation and prom, graduation and all that stuff this week, parties, prom. You finally graduated preschool. Yeah, had all that stuff. I got my certificate. I'm good. Did you sign it with red crayon or blue crayon? Uh, I used the red. Which one tastes the best? I, I don't know. I'm not a marine. The, the you purple. Have to ask Nathan Ward. The purple tastes the best. Grape. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> does it? Does it? Does it bother you when somebody says, "What's your favorite flavor?" and they give you a color? Does that ever bother you? No. No. Nothing bothers me, Greg. I know. Nothing bothers. It me. doesn't bother me either. But I never. But like, what's blue? Is it raspberry? Is it cool blue? Is it? But you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so purple well, could be grape or here's, here, here's an example. Which favorite Gatorade? My favorite Gatorade it's is blue. Uh, mine's the melon flavor. Blue. The green, have, green and, apple. And that's exactly how myself, Dylan, like, hey, you should get, pick me up some blue Gatorade. Blue one. <laughs> yeah. And I know exactly what blue he wants because it's the same blue that I like, which I think is called cool blue. There is a cool blue. Yeah, best Gatorade. Yep, we That's might have to do. Saturday. We might have to do a Zoom call this week because uh, we got to wait for these playoffs to come around. But we're going to have to to pick the second round. I would like to point out that of you, me, and Richard, only one person had Boston winning that series. <clears throat> yeah, nice job, dude. Washington looked garbage. I mean, Richard was railing on them today, but they did. I watched them do five games where they did not change a single thing about their power play, and their power play failed. Who, Washington? Yeah. Yeah. Their power play failed every time they did it. I Ovechkin is, like I said last week, probably one of the best players in the NHL. He's, he's top three, for sure, in my opinion. Can't do it by you yourself. You have to do something other than pass the puck to Ovechkin on a power play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yep. So they kind of deserve to lose. Uh, I am really shocked that Winnipeg is up three games to none on Edmonton. Who called them a dark horse? I thought you picked Edmonton. I did. But then we were talking about oh. name another team. Winnipeg. And I was like Winnipeg all yeah. day long. Winnipeg looks good. And um, uh, I guess my dark horse is probably going to end up being out tonight because I picked Vegas as or uh, Minnesota as my dark horse. Oh, it, I did pick Vegas in the series, but I said Minnesota is my, my dark horse. Three, it's three to one. Three right? to one, yeah. yeah. And and you know what? It's a convincing three to one. It's lopsided, dude. Vegas sure. and Colorado is going to be a fucking great and series. I said at the very beginning, that's the matchup that I wanted to see, and it is going to be awesome. How about the potential for these four matchups? I think Montreal and Toronto is too close to call right now, especially with Tavares being out for two weeks. Yep. But you're going to have, right now, Colorado and Vegas. Mm -hmm. You're going to have, let's go with the trend and say you're going to have the Lightning versus, I mean, probably Carolina. Probably Carolina. More than likely. And you're probably going to have Boston versus Pittsburgh. Wow. Wow. Talk about a series that I will not watch. <laughs> just have to watch it for the sheer I, sheer sheer quality of hockey, though, man. Just yeah. It, I mean, I know you root for a bus crash, but damn, it would it would do me more damage mentally to watch that series <laughs> than it would anything else. But Colorado uh, Vegas, I'm all in on that series. But if you watch if you watch Boston and Pittsburgh, it's going to be a great series. Every every goal that scored, you could literally jump up and cheer for because you're like, yeah, the other team, I hate them. <laughs> Yeah, but how it works, I'd be like, fuck, they scored. I know, I know. But yeah. Colorado and Vegas is going to be... Must see God, for sure. And I tell you what, Carolina and Tampa might be... if I I, That that series is tied 2-2, so that could go either way. Yeah, Tampa's going to be playing a much better team than they're playing right now, so that's going to be a... That'll also be a good series. Yeah. And a good test for Tampa to see if how good they really are. I did watch the... The lightning game the other day. I had to work on Saturday, but I got home at about noon, and I was actually I, I got out of the shower as they were dropping the puck. Those officials, I think, were subbing from the NFL. They were horrid. The shit that they let go down. Mm-hmm. How Duclair does not get expen- uh, suspended for that? I don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, I can understand that it could be chippy. And there could be some things happen that all the officials can do is go, you know, two-minute minor. But when the puck is on the other side of the rink and the guy swings at the back of somebody's knee, that's a fucking – that's a that's an ejection. I have been saying for years that when that shit happens, there should be someone up in the booth that is allowed to hit a button, and that is allowed to be called, and that player should be kicked out of the game. Immediately. If it's that blatant. But that's what happens when you don't have anybody credible running your league. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just I, fair enough. I call it like I see it. Batman's a joke. He's a fucking douchebag. He's a joke, and I do mean that with all due respect. <laughs> hey, I said all. I due said respect. all due respect. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have been loving the hockey. It's fantastic. I just, I've, I've, I've watched. I think I've watched every game that's been on. Just about uh, maybe some of the ten o'clock starts. Yeah, that's that's a little tough to get up for, stay up for those. I I don't stay up for them because I got to get up early. I but. think the only game that I did miss that I wanted to see was the first in the series of the Winnipeg Edmonton, mm-hmm. but that was because wasn't that the one that Washington and uh, Washington and Boston went into like two or three overtimes or something? Went into the second overtime, I yep. believe. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. and I and I fell late. asleep. I fell asleep on that one. So yep. How All about right. those NBA playoffs? Moving on. Well, LeBron <laughs> lost yesterday, so bet somebody better get fired over that shit. Yeah, this that that will not stand, man. Did you see his flop? 
Oh, it's... What a fucking bitch. Did you see the video that they put out afterwards? No. Because the internet always wins. Yes. They put out the highlight of him rolling around like someone literally just shot him in the face. Yeah. And then after that, it was his Oscar award footage of him winning an Oscar for some animated short that he backed or something like that. That's incredible. So they played him flopping, and they said the, the winner is LeBron James. That's awesome. And then had all the celebrities like, holy shit, he won after his flop. It was like the internet never loses. They made this big deal about how it was such a brutal foul. The guy, they, oh, he didn't flop because he had a guy underneath him. No, he didn't. He landed. He, he spun, landed on his foot. Yeah. His hand hit the ground, and then he landed on his shoulder, and then he tried to act like his fucking shoulder was like popped out of socket or something. Fuck him. I hope he loses the first round. It's the NBA, man. I'm tired of his shit. NBA is a joke. I don't even... I don't even take into account what he said off the court mm-hmm. because I kind of understand why he's saying it. That's fine. That's your position. But that bullshit that he pulls on the fucking court, he broke NBA protocol this week. I saw that. He went to a gathering for a fucking tequila or something that he's backing to a party and didn't get suspended or nothing. Nothing. And he's not going to get suspended. Fucking garbage. It's double standard in the, in the NBA. The, the NBA is a joke. The we'll, NBA is a joke. We've already spent yep. too much time talking about that. I agree. Moving on. Uh, some NFL down. news today. Yeah, what? Came out. Uh, well, number one was Julio Jones told Shannon Sharp, I'm out of there, man. On live TV. On live TV. Basically says he ain't going to be back in, in Atlanta. Credit to Shannon Sharp for pulling that off. Oh, Called yeah. Called him on his phone live on a national TV show. This is what's going on, man. Yeah. He goes, I'm, I'm out of there. I'm out of there, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Asked him about how he felt about going to, to Dallas, and he's basically said wherever. So somebody's going to uh, – Atlanta said they want a first-rounder. Uh, done. I, if I'm a GM, I give up any. I, I like I said, I'm not going to give up multiples because he's 31. But I'll give you this year and a second next year. Fuck yeah, all I, day long. I'd give a first this year and a first next year for Julio Jones. Without, I would not even hesitate. I'd have to think about it. I, I, I it depends on what team I am. If I'm, if I'm the Patriots, okay, I can, I can give up two because I've got a lot of players and people will come play for me because I'm Bill Belichick. But if I'm the Chargers. Who I think he would fit in well with, but that young, I I would only give up one because I still need talent. I still need players, but a first and a second, I I'm not saying he's not worth two firsts. No, I know exactly. I'm saying it kind of fits. I, whoever, I agree with you to a point. Yes, whoever picks him up has got forty million over the next three years. They got to shell out. So I mean, fuck Cincinnati loves receivers. Why not throw a first in and get Julio Jones? Because if they give a first rounder for Julio, they won't be able to draft a wide receiver next year in the first round. Oh, that's a fair point. You can't miss out on that opportunity. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. I would, here, this would be my draft strategy as a GM. With a team like Cincinnati or Detroit who is building, my first-round picks, I'm using those to trade for studs. And then I'm drafting second through seventh round, sixth round, however many rounds there are, and I'm using those draft picks. Straight up depth. To build depth. Yep. And I'm using first-round picks to trade for studs. Okay, if you are the GM, Horses. if you are the GM of the Green Bay Packers, oh, what how, what are you drafting? How what, many, what are you doing? Are you giving away number ones, or are you are you trading number ones for players? If I'm the Packers, who've been to back to back in or has had the back to back, and I believe back to back NFL they, Player of the Year MVP. No, it wasn't. It was just last year. No, yeah, Mahomes won it two years ago. So was it back to back NFC Championship games? Yes, they have been to back to back NFC Championship. So games. you're one game away from being a world champ. Yeah, I'm passing out first round picks like candy to try and build more weapons and pr- 
probably another tight end or two. Okay. For, for so the your line. strategy. So your strategy for the Packers would be the same strategy that you would have for the Bengals. Because you're right there. No, no. I'm just saying with the Packers, you are one player. You're one win away. Groot. How do I say this intelligently? You are what you are. Sixty that, minutes that can't happen on this show. You'll ruin our street cred. Yeah, fair, fair <laughs> enough. I have a reputation to uphold. You are sixty minutes from a world title. Yes. You add Julio Jones to that team with Devontae Adams. Ugh. You're telling me that now you're not a serious threat to win the Super Bowl. You are. How, how many firsts do you want? There is a, two. The biggest problem that the Packers have given up firsts for Julio Jones is they don't have the cap space. But. All that aside, right. said, like if you have the chance to get Julio Jones and you are the Green Bay Packers, yeah. you move hell on earth to get that. Right. I, I wasn't being Julio Jones specific. I was just saying that if you were the GM of a team that was a contender, would you still would you be of the mind that you need to trade your picks for players? Or would you be of the mind that your, your draft picks are better because you need to continue your depth and your forward? Because to me, being the GM of the Patriots or the Packers right now and the GM of, like let's say, the Chargers or the Bengals or, 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 the, or, or the Bucks, it's different because the Chargers and the Bengals have a nice, solid platform to build with. Right. They don't have a quarterback that's sucking up $35 million a year. They've got nice young talent. Mm-hmm. But you look at the... The Steelers or the Patriots or the Bucks up against the cap mm-hmm. would do. Would, you know, you don't really. It would be hard to trade that number one for Julio because you don't have the money, but you, you can afford your rookie. So in a cap world, you're 100 percent right. I, I'm taking that out of it. I, okay, I'm, I'm just saying the overall value of first round picks is terribly overrated. Yeah, to, because they I've don't, they don't hit very one. often. They they don't hit no. very often, and and they usually don't hit in the top 10 the way that they want him to hit. And I'm not saying it's every first-round pick because obviously we can all agree players like Joe Burrow are d- d- instant home run, uh, obviously. If you can, if you Herbert can keep, if you is can another keep on one. his feet. Herbert, another, look what that kid's done. Yeah. Um, there are, like Trevor Lawrence, to be determined. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know, but there's obvious franchise players that come out every now and then. Yes, of but course. overall, it's... It's a 10% chance that you're going to hit an absolute out-of-the-park home run franchise player in the first round. Yeah, it's. It, it, I agree. I agree. You could Even if you're giving up number ones for like two solid players, like a linebacker and a defensive tackle or something, they may not be all world, but you can afford them. And if they upgrade your team, to me, getting that and, and, and being able to choose a guy that's been in the league for four years and say, I'll give you number one for such and such and such and such because I know those two guys are going to start on my team immediately. And having been around a while, right. they should know their shit. I, 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 I agree. I think sometimes you have to... And it is all based on the team, where you're at, the situation that you're in, the state of... Re- how far into your... Re- how serious are you of making a deep playoff run? Yeah. Cincinnati is not. Detroit is not. But... You know, if their draft works out the way that it appears to, you know, Detroit could be in the discussion in the next couple of years, but you're going to need more legitimate NFL players to get there. Yeah. I know that you have been very excited about uh, Motor City Dam Campbell. Love him. Uh, did you hear about the GM at the draft? Did you read the story about the general manager? Brad Holmes? Yeah. No. He got in trouble with the NFL at the draft. For what? It's fucking ludicrous, but I love the fact everything about is, the NFL is ludicrous. Th- I, I, listen, it's I understand why the NFL has the rule that they did, and I understand why the GM did what he did. Okay, um, Holmes said they wanted 
Panay Sewell. Yep. That was who they wanted. That if they had to trade up, they were willing to trade up. When the Bengals drafted Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. and it was evident that Panay Sewell was going to call, call uh, going to fall to them. Right. The second that, um, uh, the video Detroit, footage of this is awesome. The second that Detroit went on the clock, they submitted their pick. Right. That breaks the NFL rule. They're supposed to wait a certain amount of time to give other teams a chance to call them and trade. Why? I, thank you. You know I, what I'm doing? This is yeah. I'm ripping the phone cord out of the fucking wall. This is the guy that I want. Why can't I pick him? Yeah. So the NFL was like, you're not supposed to do that. And he's like, okay, I apologize. But I was so excited to get the guy that we came in wanting. That reinforces my faith that maybe Detroit is turned a corner. Hopefully, they knew they needed an offensive lineman. I mean, cautiously optimistic. Now, listen. If somebody would have called Detroit and said, "We'll give you five number ones for Penae Sewell," well, then of course you got to think about it. But that's not going to happen for an offensive lineman. But no. still, um, I-, I thought that was a pretty awesome story. The guy was like, "Hey, you know what? I got. I- that's who I wanted. I wasn't going to trade him. Yeah, why answer the phone?" And the Plus, timer started. So yeah. why does it matter? Plus, I- my fans didn't want to wait ten and a half minutes to find out who I fucking. Dra- <laughs> That's the other reason. I'm. They say it's to give teams a chance to call, but if I got the guy hey, that I want, I'm not going to answer the phone anyway. Three months to work out a deal leading exactly. into the draft. Well, things change based on how people fall. That's their reasoning. But if I if that's the guy I want, I'm not going to trade him. Nope. So let's get moving. Yeah. Next, or put it back on a Saturday so we don't have to wait all goddamn night to watch Ugh, the first round. Agreed. Uh, the second bit of news that came out today is Phase 3 of the Green Bay Packers off-season program kicked off today, and guess who's not there? No, he's in Hawaii, skiing karaoke with actor Miles Teller. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I don't know if Rodgers is going to be a Packer this year. As a Detroit fan, I love it. Yeah. Hey, have hey. a good time, Aaron. Have a good time. Chill out. Yeah. Don't, don't even bother looking at the playbook. You know it. Yeah. You're Aaron fucking Rodgers. Right? You don't need them. Um, I tell you what, there's some stories coming out he, that he's not happy. We'll see what happens. Uh, good for hey, good for Aaron. Good for Aaron. That's right. You do you. Why don't you take the year off, buddy? You do you take the year off? Uh, the third story that came out today was uh, the Houston Texans' third phase kicked off today. Deshaun Watson is not there. Uh, says he's not happy. Will not report. Still wants to be traded. Hey, uh, Deshaun, have you watched the news lately? Are you aware that nobody's going to give up shit for you? Just, just. I mean, stop raping everybody. Ask, asking for a friend, allegedly. Allegedly, uh, that's pretty much the NFL news. All right, I got not much more. Right, yeah, I, me neither. Um, just had an awesome weekend. Yeah, well, we were Outside, busy. I mean, the sun. There's not a lot happening right now. Not a lot going down. Um, I did watch a movie this weekend that I want to tell everybody about. Holy shit! So did you? What did you watch? I watched Nobody. Okay. We went over to a friend's house and we were trying to make up our mind whether we want to watch Army of the Dead or Nobody. And Army of the Dead was two and a half hours. Nobody was in a... Is it that long? It's two hours and 28 minutes. All right. We'll hold that until later because I have that in the bag. I got you. And um, so it was like 9.15 already. And we were like, ah, that's really late. So we watched Nobody. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. We, we It's only available on home theaters, so you got to pay 20 bucks to watch it unless you know someone who knows someone. Um, or have the internet. It is. Yeah. It is very John Wickian. <laughs> Yep. Uh, hey, it's, it is kind no, of a rip off of John Wick. It's not wrong with that. It's not as action packed as John Wick. It's not as um, over the top. I'm not going to say unbelievable. I'm going to say over the top as John Wick. But it was a very good movie. Um, Does not surprise me with Odenkirk. Yeah, he's, very, very good cool. movie. Good story. Uh, good action. Great action sequences. Christopher Lloyd's in it. 
amazing. Uh, if you get the opportunity to watch it, take it because it's good. I gave it like a, I, I would give it like a solid A minus. Whoa, shit! Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes the rare gives it, A minus from Greg Bishop. Rotten Tomatoes gave it like an eighty six. It was just well done. I mean, it's is it believable? No. If it you is know, believable, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, because it, I'll just turn on TV and I'll just watch a, I'll watch the news. It's not far fetched to the fact that you're like, oh come on, you, a couple of times you're like, all right, all right, I'll let it go. But it was it was really well done. Odenkirk lost a lot of weight for that movie. Yeah, he looks really good, but it was fun. And if they don't make this a franchise, they're fucking. Diego, he goes to the Continental. Yeah. Part-time job. If and if he does, we have questions for his interview to prep. Fucking A. Just in case they do ask him questions. <laughs> he can study. We'll have him ready for that interview. No problem. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, other than that, I got a couple things I want to hit on, but that's pretty much it for me this week. All right, we'll hit on because after that, I got movie shit. Well, I'll do movie shit, and then I'll do the All thing right. I want to hit on. That's cool. All right, so this was not a major thing that happened today, but the Eternals trailer came out, which is going to be not the next movie from Marvel because that's Black Widow, but this comes out in November. Um, trailer came out. Of course, Richard was less than enthused, le- less than impressed, and did not enjoy it. Um, it's I know nothing about the Eternals, which we were talking about earlier. I'm excited for something that's fresh, that's brand new, that I know nothing about. Learn some new characters, new story. Um, there is a really cool reference to Iron Man and Captain America at the end of the trailer where they're sitting around the table or whatever. That's how the trailer ends. Um, you just get a look at the characters. Angelina Jolie, um, Salma Hayek, multi-Oscar award winner on the Top 5 for Fighting podcast. Yep, multiple. Um, uh, Kumail Nanjiani's in there. Kumail, yeah. They're, um, uh, Jon Snow, Kit Harington, yep. is, is a character. You didn't get to see him in his costume or anything like that, but... Hey, it's a new Marvel movie. Okay, moving on. Yep, we're gonna see it. No problem. Looked cool. Graphics look. I mean, it's it's Marvel. It 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 was enough to go. Yeah, I'll see that. Nice when, when it comes out. I'll take it. It Thanksgiving. Just give me the football season first, and then we'll, we'll start looking forward to that when it's closer because it is a ways away. <laughs> yeah, uh, November, right? Yeah, no, November. We actually have two movies before that. We've got Black Widow and then Shang Chi, right? Yes, Shang Chi's in September. Yep, for sure. Um, and like you said, next thing, watched Army of the Dead this weekend with the wife. She actually liked it for the parts of it that she was awake for. We watched it late. We started it late on Saturday night after all of our graduation and stuff done. Because shipping Morgan off to prom, there's no way we were going to go to sleep. You know, you're going to wait till they get home or whatever like that. So we're like, well, perfect night to watch a movie. I did not realize it was two and a half hours long. And that should tell you right there when I watched the movie, like she was at one point, she said, Man, this is a long movie. I'm like, It's a regular movie. It's we not that just long. started it three hours it's ago. It's not that long. It, <laughs> it didn't feel that long, which is a good thing. Because there's nothing worse. Like if you're forced to watch The Godfather, you're like, Jesus Christ, I've got two and a half hours left to go with this bullshit. It did not feel like that. I'm like, This doesn't feel longer than any other movie. Um, fun movie, very cool take on the zombies. On the because let's face it, there's not many zombie related stuff that comes out. They're like, oh, that's new. No, nobody's yeah. done. N- nobody's done that before. I like 28 days later was a different take. It was a um, different take. It's still 
the same premise. There's yeah. a virus that just made people angry. It was like a rage virus. Well, you just kind of went from the, the ooh to um, the fast zombies. And then World War Z came out, yeah. which they were like track stars, which added to it. Because, okay, now it's, okay, now you better be in shape or you're going to die. Where you just don't speed walk and then you just get away from everybody. Um, but the whole premise is Vegas is walled off. There's no spoilers in this whatsoever. Vegas, there's something that happens in the beginning, like I was telling you, that explains how Vegas gets to be this quarantine zone that's walled in with uh, the shipping containers. They built a wall of Connex shipping containers. The massive ones that you see on the ships. Connex the, boxes, yeah. The big long ones, yeah. Yep. The massive ones. They're the like 25 vehicles. feet long and like 10 feet high. Yep. So there's a wall built around Vegas. Vegas is filled with zombies. And then they're also filled with something else special that makes the movie completely different and very threatening. Monty Python? No. Oh. No, it's... Because they always say now for something completely different. This is... um, Yeah, it's something that I have... Yeah, don't ruin it because I'm going to watch it. I haven't seen it before. Okay. It does show you some stuff in the trailer, but the more... Like Like the tiger? That Amy flipped out about when you told me? Oh, God. <laughs> I heard in the background Tyler, go, so, don't tell him. And I mean, you're like, it was, it's in the trailer. It's in the goddamn trailer. <laughs> um, very cool. Thank you for looking out for me, Amy. It is a uh, it is a rotted out white Bengal tiger that is from Siegfried do you, and Roy, do which you get is to awesome. See, do you get to see like Siegfried's head in the in the in his belly no, or anything? Oh, they should like wouldn't that be fucking dope? That like <laughs> at least a scene where they're like <laughs> running by the cage or something, yes. and then there's just some yeah. Uh, Batista is just Batista. He's awesome. I mean, if you like Batista and anything that he does, um, he's great. Carries the movie. His character is awesome. A lot of fun. There is a cool moment that you have to look at. It's an Easter egg in the beginning of the movie when they get the team together. They go over their plan to do what they're going to do. There's a scene which they show in the trailer, the vault. That's their goal. When they open that vault, you may have to pause it. On the top left of the screen on a shelf is the Snyder Justice League cut in film canisters right there on the shelf. That's why we weren't able to get a hold of it because it was in Waldorf, Vegas. And he said the joke behind that is for the longest time, it was like it it doesn't exist. It's just hidden somewhere. So he hid it in this vault in Las Vegas, um, which is very cool. Um, So, yeah, fun watch. Hey, it's a zombie movie. If you don't, you know what you're getting into. So if you are a self-proclaimed film critic or anybody like that who takes movies way too serious don't watch well that was like the people that like uh they shit all over world war z oh it's not believable this or not believable that well let's first of all it's fucking zombies so it's not believable number one so let's throw that out the window i thought world war z was really good i thought it was tense i it was very tense that scene in the laboratory or the hospital when he's going room to room yeah and they're just Looking around in the hall. My, my luck is that in that scene when I'd have injected myself with something, not knowing what it, I probably would have given myself AIDS. Oh, it, yeah, absolutely. I, I'd, I'd have gotten a hiv right there, dude. There was certain parts of, of World War Z where you're just like, oh my god, like when the guy is coming down the ramp and he trips and he shoots himself, and you're like, what did that just really fucking happen? I, I thought it was a great movie. So loved it. it as, as long as it's, I mean, I don't need you know 100 fucking believability in a movie like that. That's I just when, when I say things like I need the, to follow the rules. If you go into Vegas and there's fucking zombies everywhere, I don't need someone to automatically at the end because they don't know how to end it can fly, and they grab, out of nowhere and they grab everybody and they fly away. That's the shit that I'm like, no, that's garbage. If you're trying to make it believable, you need to stay believable. But 
it's fucking Vegas with a zombie tiger. We're not trying to be believable here. I will give you a perfectly good example of that. That um, in World War Z, which I thought was incredibly small but smart, when he taped the magazines around his forearm, knowing that if they were going to come at, he could put that up and they could bite onto that and he'd be all right. Little things like that, which are are very cool. But this movie, it's just fun. Cool. Just shut your head off. But like, is you're there, gonna watch. Is there a lot? I don't don't display. Is there a lot of action or is there a lot of setup? There is a lot of both. Okay. The first, I'm just going to guess, the opening credit scene is the best thing I've seen since Zombieland. The opening credits are amazing. Okay. With Viva Las Vegas. Nice. It is, when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, the setup is there. The opening scene is action because then you kind of figure out what's it. It's enough to where it's going to keep your attention through the whole movie. Okay. And the, even the the dialogue scenes, Batista is just awesome. Cool. I mean, he's he's not just a big dummy or whatever like that. The the guy is good and fun to watch. I like him. I I, I haven't seen him in a movie that I dislike yet. I like yeah. Stuber. I like Stuber. Stuber is hilarious. It's really freaking good. Those two are. I haven't watched the one together. where he's the spy with the little girl yet. That one is even better. Is it really? It's it's right up there. Yeah. All right. It's good called, enough. It's called My Spy. It's on Prime, I think. Yeah, it is. It was yeah. an Amazon Prime original. So there you go, Army of the Dead, fun. And here's an idea. If you do see it and you think I'm full of shit or wrong or right, why don't you email us? Um, I think it's top5forfighting at gmail.com. Yeah. With oh, the number okay. F- Look at that. It's not hard to remember. With the number five. We still have not gotten an email yet, but that's okay. It it took seven months to get a text, so I'm I'm shooting for five months to get an email. <laughs> now we're, now we're going to have to wait for some, some of our listeners to figure out how to use a fucking computer. And it- <laughs> I mean... Ryan sent us a text. Be like Ryan. Yeah. Ryan in Michigan. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, buddy? There you go. Um, next thing. I watched another documentary. Uh-oh. That's number four. Holy shit. Four. This podcast is going to turn you into a highbrow yet. No, it's really not. Because okay. it, was, it, was, it was on uh, Pink, the singer. Oh, okay. It was amazing. She is a badass. I, I, the wife and I both watched the whole thing. We watched her other one, which is just a concert. But... um. I, I I'm a guy. I don't care. I Pink is awesome. I love her. She's to got death. good music. She's, She's awesome. a good person too. But you get a few songs, few pr- like at Wembley, like she filled Wembley Stadium twice. Um, That's not hard to do though, because the British they, they'll fucking go see anything. They they, they love it. Yeah. Uh, it basically it's all these perform like her life on the road as a mom with uh, Corey Hart, the BMX guy that yep. she married, divorced, whatever. That the dad of the kids, they tour together. Just it basically shows you. Instead of all the shithead celebrities that we get forced on our throat on radio and TV and everything, like, yep. like Dummy Lovato, um, she's a mom. Like, it shows her being a mom with these two young kids on the road. It's just, it's cool. And then you get a few performances on there, which are the things she does where they strap her to this thing and throw her ass around the stadium 100 feet in the air. Nice. She's awesome. Yeah, there's some celebrities out there that are good to go. You know, I, yeah. I didn't know what to happen. Uh, the problem is they ago. don't show us enough of the good well, ones. Well, because it because it doesn't get ratings. It's not sexy. It doesn't get ratings. That's right. A couple four or five years ago, when Richie Sambora left Bon Jovi's band, I'm yeah. like, my God, they've been together forever. Yeah. What what happened that pissed them off? Come to find out, Richie Sambora's got teenage daughters, and he wanted to be a part of their life. Oh, what a dick. Yeah, what a piece of garbage. How right? How dare you? How. The nerve. I have, I have a couple questions. First, how dare you? First, how dare you? Yeah, so, I mean, that that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's If you like Pink at all, it's on Amazon Prime. Came out of, like, out of nowhere. I looked at it, and I'm like, 2021, this is brand new. And it literally, it just came out. It's sweet. It was, 
hour and a half, two hours, I think. But it, it was it was really cool. The performances are nuts. Um, a lot of the background stuff, what goes into putting those shows together, it's it's amazing. It's huge. It, it's it's because she's got a huge production. They take a lot of money to run those tours. All the it's like two hundred and twenty some people that she said that they all together they all travel. It's like a yep gypsy family and all those her. people for all those bands have been out of work for a year and a half yeah it's crazy um so that's definitely worth watching the next thing which was probably the biggest news of the week for star wars fans dave filoni was promoted to basically the emperor of the star wars production as he rightly crew. should be bad batch is great he did all the clone wars created a lot of characters ahsoka is his he created all of that stuff and now he's uh He's the head dick in charge, which is awesome. Bye-bye, Kathleen. Peace out, biatch. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, two things left. This one was, I just found out today. Rick and Morty Season 5 comes out next month. Yeah, that I knew. I, I was like, I after the, the last season that we waited for, which was years, they're spitting out Season 5 next month. I haven't watched Season 4 yet. I still got to watch Season 4. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, it, it's, it, Rick and Morty's really good. It's just good. classic. It's like it's, Family Guy. You, it's a lot of fun. You're not going to get a bad season. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. Yep. The last one, this really made me happy. Okay. And on the surface, it probably shouldn't have, because it's one of those movies that we covet. Like, don't don't you dare. Don't. Just don't. Oh, I know where you're going. We'll discuss this. Henry Cavill will be the new Highlander. Yeah. After watching The Witcher, I can see that. I mean, I, fuck it. It's Henry Cavill. He can do anything. Yeah, but this 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 product shouldn't be touched. It it it's gonna be. So just deal with it. Yeah. And let's just hope that it is worthy of. Henry Cavill is not the deal breaker here. No, it's it's the property. No, no, not even that. Henry Cavill is easy to cast in that role. Right. Now, who are you gonna cast as Kurgan and Rodriguez? Oh, I don't know. Kurgan is the Kurgan's the moat. See, or it it has to be Kurgan, right? Well, it doesn't have to. If you're gonna, if you're, are you gonna go off? If you're gonna reboot it and do something completely different, then sure. If you're just gonna take the concept, but if you're going to remake it, you got to do Kurgan again. I didn't read too much into the details. I just know that he's going to be in the Highlander. I don't know if it's a complete reboot or not because I literally saw this headline before I left to come over here. They're calling it. They're calling it a reboot. Then I say you reboot Kurgan. I think you have to. Well, you got to redo. I I personally feel like you have to take that property, that idea, and you have to. Um, I think you got to make it over a, a couple of movies in, instead of instead of it. Because see, they didn't expect Highlander two and three and seven and twelve in the series. You read my mind. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I'm okay with Henry Cavill being cast in it, but I do not kill Kurgan in the first movie. That's that's what I'm getting at. It's it's a it's an ongoing. Because I mean, he he had fights with how many in in the in the original like four or five well, he killed yeah. And he, I mean, so some were shorter than others. Um, <laughs> here's the here's the big question. Some were heads above others. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He stood head and shoulders above everyone. Nailed else. it. Um, do you use the Queen soundtrack? No. You wouldn't Mm-mm. see. I would. If you want to do this and do it right, and you really want it to win over hardcore fans like like you, um, the story has to be awesome. But it, you can use those songs from the original. You could. I think it would make it more. I think it would warm up to longtime fans of that movie more than than not. 
Uh, I don't think it'll have a soundtrack like like Queen like the Queen one because I, the movies today don't. Everything in the eighties had a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, Guardians, Guardians, Guardians Tomb had a good soundtracks. one, and, and they and they worked it in really well. Um, Army of the Dead has a pretty badass soundtrack. <laughs> I can imagine that it does. You will see. I, I don't think you use the Queen stuff. Number one, Queen is not real big about letting their music be rebranded like that. I they're kind of they're kind of like Zeppelin. Zeppelin. I mean, you really got to do something to be able to use a Zeppelin move brand song. I don't think it's going to hit with the the demographic that they want to go after nowadays either. Because like you and I, we're going to be like, oh, fucking Queen. But twenty two year olds are going to be like, Queen, who's that? Here's why I say that because the movie was bigger than the soundtrack, but the soundtrack made that movie pretty oh, yeah. badass. Yeah, the like, sound, the, I think the soundtrack when it came out was actually bigger than the movie. The, the Highlander was a flop in the theaters, a monster flop. We can't uh, we can't even look at it that way because right. obviously it proved it's not it, a flop. It got massive traction when it hit DVDs, but yep. also. A movie being a flop in the 80s wasn't because it wasn't good. It could have been marketed extremely poorly. Right. Uh, you did not have the social media and the marketing blitzes like you do now. You did not drive down the road and see movies on billboards in the 80s. It was about trailers and about you know about word of mouth. And it was in the theaters and out of theaters so fast. The same thing happened to Galaxy Quest. Yeah. You know, a little bit different, but nobody knew about Galaxy Quest. That one only made it by word of mouth. So calling it a flop... D- d- by yeah, by no means do I am I saying it was a bad movie. It just did not make a lot of money in the studios, and it never would have gotten where it did without the it's on DVD uh, the, the traction, the cult following it. It wasn't had. a big theater run. Yeah, it was Although, not. Although that's a movie I would love to go back and see in a theater. I would to today. You know, I'm trying to buy it on Blu-ray, and it's not available. It's crazy. Nobody has it. I did that with because uh, I don't give a fuck about anything after the first Highlander. It's all garbage to me personally. I'm sorry. You didn't like the shit inning? So, let's we were talk about that so movie. excited to go see that movie. It came out when I was in Memphis, and me and six other guys from, from the military went and watched it. And we walked out. We, we, we had to go pay because we went and saw it first run. And we walked out. We looked at each other and said, did we really just pay to see that? Porcupines running around on a scooter, on, oh, on a flying scooter. Fucking garbage. Terrible. It, God, oh. it was so bad. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's obviously, you know, it's when that first trailer hits that then – I think that is a rare case when you see the trailer, you're going to be like, yep, this is shit. Or this has a chance. It also depends on on who they let make it, uh, on how they approach it. Do they let the director do his movie, or are they going to be like, oh, no, no, we need more monkeys. Oh, no, 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 we need more, we need more pigs. You know, it, it, Are they going to let him make the movie? Who, who the fuck knows? Who plays Sean Connery? That's what I'm saying. Those are the that's the casting. Rodriguez or Ramirez and Ramirez. Kurgan. Those are the two. Henry Cavill's a, a fucking home run. That's that's a piece of oh, cake. That's a piece of cake to I agree. cast. But that's now you got to I mean, would you have ever f- pictured And I say that not because of Superman. I say that because of The Witcher. Even though I thought The Witcher was I, o- I I couldn't make it through it. It was okay, but his character alone in the fight scenes and stuff, yeah, he can pull that off. I thought his character was good in it. Uh I watched four episodes. My problem with The Witcher was you showed me all this stuff at the beginning and then I got none of it. Like in the first ten minutes, I, I got none of it, and I was like, "Okay, this is a great concept. I know about the Witcher. I, I I know the general purpose or the or the general flow of the stories. You just you never gave it to me, and I got I got tired of spending an hour going. Oh, there was nothing in that one. We completely agree. Yeah. So, but I have hope for the second season because I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Cause well, even you told me that the payoff at the end of this first season was not worth it. It's really not. Okay. And I hate saying that, but it's it's the truth. I, yeah. It really had. 
when I heard they were making it, I'm like, because I played some of the game and it was cool. And you go out and you just fucking hunt monsters and shit like that. And it was just, uh, I don't know. It, I'm not going to say it was bad. It just wasn't action packed like I was expecting. I don't even need it to be action packed. I just needed to progress. I need some fights. Yeah, something. Yeah. I need something to make it. It just, it just took, it seemed like it was like, okay, I feel like they kind of walking dead me. The fight scene in the alley was probably my favorite scene in oh, the entire that was series. So and that good. was episode one. Two. Yeah, it was one or I think it was two. What, one or two. So good. But I'm sitting there going, okay, you're building up to something, but in a miniseries like this, you can't Walking Dead it. You got, you've got to give me something you each week. You cannot Walking Dead season two it. Yeah. There you go. And that's, uh, that's all I got. All right. Short week. All right. It was a short week. Yeah. So um, I'll go into you know my little spiel here real quick. Right, what do you got then? So you know how busy I am, basically. Slightly. Um, I work probably 40, 50, 60 hours a week for my regular job. And then I work on Saturdays and Sundays sometimes or after work because I don't make enough money at my regular job to be able to do the things that I want to do, which is okay. I'm good with it. But I spend a lot of time on the podcast too. Mm -hmm. I probably spend 20 or 25 hours a week between mine and the Susan podcast that I do with Susan. And I'm not angry about it. Right. I enjoy it. It's, 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 yeah. But when I come home and I have five hours, but you know, an hour goes to cooking dinner, an hour goes to working out, taking showers, doing the things that I have to do, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So I have let a lot of things lapse and forgotten or missed several Hopefully things. Hopefully not your car insurance. N n oh, no, no. Geico handles that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lizard. Yeah. I don't have Geico either. Fair enough. Um, but uh, as far as the podcast goes... And our website is old and outdated. We realized that this weekend, and we're working on it. Susan's working on it. Did but, you know um, we have an email now? Uh, what is it, Mike? It's top5forfighting at gmail.com. Okay. The number five. Okay. We've had the Yahoo one, but we never use it for anything. And I don't know what fucking Yahoo's problem is, but you and I were trying to do stuff Yahoo in it together. Sucks. And it wouldn't it wouldn't let both of us stay logged in. I gave you the password. Fuck off. So, stupid. It, yeah, really stupid. So so I'm, I'm okay with the Gmail. So one. I took it to Gmail. You did. You took I it. I wasn't scared. You took it to another level i looked at gmail i said let's go let's go let's do this you and me let's rumble so one of the things that i have neglected is our merchandise shop um it's hmm. spread shop so ironically i i told susan i said you know what i need to go in there i want to find out because we we've talked about how we want to have some different designs on our shirts right now we have our logo and we have uh, an altered logo which is actually the logo that i have on today it's pretty the badass altered, the altered logo cool color and we have Thank you. And we have the one with Ash. You know, I'm going to have me some fun. Yeah, how but did I, Ash get a shirt before me? Um, the fuck? Because that was our marketing pro. That was our marketing campaign at that point was I'm going to have me some fun. But listen, right. we're, we're, I'm going places with you this. You know bro. what? I'll give you that. I'm, I'm going places with this. So when we opened up the spread shop... When, <laughs> thanks. Greg's going places. Appreciate that. Um, when we opened up the spread shop, uh, they only had about 27 different items. So I went in there this weekend, Mike. How many items do you think they have in the spread shop now? For us, yeah, no, no, that we can that we can sell. Oh, that we can pick new stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say ten, fifteen. No, no. try 147 different items now. Hmm. So maybe there's yes. for a shirt. Granted, most of them are t-shirts for women or men, but they have they have a lot of accessories. So I spent the weekend comparing what I would like to have available for our friends. Well, one of the things that we found, and if you're a fan of the show or you follow us on social media at all, is a pretty badass Stars and Stripes shirt that's available. You don't uh, say. Just in time for Memorial Day and Fourth of July. If you haven't seen this, go to our shop and look at it. 
It's very cool. I will have one here next week to display. I will show it on the the the, the web version. Um, what I'm saying is, guys, in the next week or so, go check out our our, our spread shop, our, uh, the, our merchandise store. Do it. There's several things that you're going to be able to get. We don't we don't we definitely don't want to say buy it or get out. We we just buy help it. help buy us it. help us brand ourselves so buy that we can b- b- get bigger. So buy that. It. The biggest reason is so we can spend send more things to the troops. Yep. We are going to do a care package a quarter now, even if it comes out of my pocket. So that will be happening. So just so you guys Jesus. know, we need we need uh, help from you guys to spread that that around. The second thing that we can need you guys to do, please, if you're listening to us, please go to YouTube, find our our channel, and and subscribe. I don't care if you watch it; you don't have to watch it. But once we get a hundred subscribers. We can have a custom URL channel. If you're there, just fucking watch it. Yeah, you could do that too. But the custom URL channel helps us do a lot as far as being able to brand ourselves and get ourselves out to more people, which is That's for us kind of the goal. For us, a big deal, of course. Yeah. Uh, that that was it. Look at the look at the t-shirts. I mean, there's cell phone cases, there's mugs, there's there's all kinds of stuff. Socks, pajamas now, hats. Uh, I, I they have a, they have fitted hats now. And not just the snapbacks. So I ordered one of those to see if it's a good quality. Really? Yep. We'll have that in the next day or so. Um, just so you guys know, I apologize ahead of time to the Patreon members that are going to the pay per view with us. But we kind of we thought we had a group that was going, and a couple other people jumped in at the end. Uh, some of us will be wearing fi- top five for fighting shirts Dicks. up there. <laughs> no, I'm glad they did, but it got ordered before. Well, I can tell you that maybe in the once I get there. I'm getting an AEW shirt. Well, I on. think we all will be. Right. I mean, for pay for view. But I just wanted to say, tell your friends about us. Like, like, you know, hey, did you watch that TV show last week? Say, hey, did you listen to Top Five for Fighting last week? I hate yeah. to push myself. I hate to pimp myself, but Call you know what? I haven't done it for two years. We've been doing this for two years. We're growing slowly. I want to grow bigger. I want to hey. get bigger. So help us out. Just tell your friends about us. Hey, listen to this. T-shirts are a great marketing way. Plus, it's a nice. They're nice T-shirts. Hey. And there's going to be several different types. So. At the very least, be a buddy and tell a buddy. That's right. Friends don't let friends listen to other shitty podcasts. That's just how it is. It's fair. And there are a lot of shitty podcasts out there. It's fair. Ours is not. Ours is fucking fantastic, and you know it. All right. That's it. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Speaking of oh, awesome podcasts. I also, in that, oh. in that line, yeah. we have two new Patreon sponsors that I would like to acknowledge. No way. Yep. Clint Kinsey, thank you very, very much. Nice job, Clint. Yep. Appreciate you, buddy. And Amy Putnam. Who's that? <laughs> Oh, you mean Oscar Award winner? Oscar Award winner. 2020, 2020 Oscar, Oscar Award, Award winner, winner Amy Putnam. Putnam. Yes. Thank you very much, Amy. It's very much appreciated. Yes. You'll have your trophy soon. It's in the mail. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, well, I promised a new game. I spent time on a new game. It's God about time you. to break that bitch out. All right. Let's whip it out. We'll whip it out right on this table. And this game is called What the Tweet. And this week, it. it's Parks and Rec Edition. Okay. So what I have here is a group of tweets that were sent out by one Chris Pratt or Aziz Ansari. Oh, shit. So I'm going to read five tweets. Obviously, the number five is pretty popular here. Um, it's perfect, just like Nick Listrom was. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read a tweet. You're going to tell me if it was Chris Pratt or Aziz Ansari. Okay. Or Haverford. Or Andy Dwyer. Chicky, chicky, parm, parm. Chicky, chicky, parm, parm. Tom's place. Treat yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, I 
again, I totally ripped this off from one of the local radio stations that does it, but it, it's the same premise, and I've heard it, it on multiple shows. Is but it trademarked? Then let's nope. roll. It, they've even said that before. That it's like we didn't we didn't come up with it, so yeah. whatever. whatever. So it's the gift that keeps on giving all year through, Clark. And it's, it's a fun idea. Yes, it is. Okay. So tweet number one. I don't have dates or anything like that. It's just a tweet. Okay. That way, so if yeah. Anyway, you get it. I think it's adorable that kids are still entering spelling bees. That's Aziz Ansari. You fucking nailed it. Nice job. Thank you. All right. Um, here's here's probably the best tweet of the bunch, and I think I picked out seven of them. Yeah, I have eight. <clears throat> I read this in the right voice. <laughs> Eat a dick. Oh, wow. Eat a dick. I think that's Aziz as well. No. That's Chris Pratt, that's, really. That's wow. Chris Pratt. All right. Well, fuck me. How about that? I quit. Um, and there's no, like, only three strikes. Or, it's just I'm going to read these tweets. And I what, got you. Whatever points you get out of them. What was he referring to? Um, I think he was criticizing like a mean tweet from somebody else. Oh, okay. So he simply replied, eat a dick. Good for him. Fantastic tweet. Yes. It's a great one. It is. Eat a dick, jungle. And if you watch Archer, you're very familiar with that phrase. And it's so perfect. It is. Eat a dick. Yeah. All right. Next tweet. First of all, how am I going to spray tan my face and not my arms? First of all. How am I going to spray tan my face? I don't think that Aziz and Siri would be spray tanning. Let's go, Chris Pratt. I mean, yeah. Okay. It's it'd be pretty pretty I'm tough for Aziz to do that. My face and not my. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, here we go. For the first time in my life, I'm buying Microsoft Word. Stealing was much more friendly or user friendly. For the first time in my life, I'm buying in quotations Microsoft Word. Stealing was much more user-friendly. Man, I want to go Aziz again. That's correct. All right. You have three. All right, that one you already did. All right. Um, <laughs> this one is legendary, too, okay. by the way. This, one ha- this was the first one that I picked. If not for the cowardly actions of John Wilkes Booth, Lincoln would have been 207 today. <laughs> <laughs> the cowardly actions of John Wilkes Booth. Lincoln would have been 207 today. All right. See, I want to say Aziz because that's the type of smart stuff that he does in his acts. Correct. He's very smart. But I know that Chris Pratt's not a dummy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Aziz. No, it's Chris Pratt. Wow. Damn. Okay. It is Chris Pratt. All right, we we have two left. You have three points. Okay. If I was in the NSA, I'd be looking up random people all the time. I'd be like, hey, what's Ja Rule up to? Aziz. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) 100%. Ja Rule. (laughs) So funny. Last one. Also one of my favorites. I can't keep up with all the scandals. Can someone please tell me what I'm supposed to be mad about today? Chris Pratt. No, Aziz that's Aziz. Okay, I thought it was Aziz, but I figured, yes. I figured you would have gone Chris a little bit. Okay, you got four. Not bad. 
Out of seven. I'll take it. Nice that's, job. That's 47%, right? It's Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. You're going to the Hall. Nice job. Well, I don't know. I've watched I've watched these fucking dipshits vote on Baseball Hall of Fame for years. And just oh, yeah, because they're I, idiots. Yeah, they're, yeah. You know, you know, there's only one group that's worse at putting people in the Hall of Fame than, than baseball, right? Rock and roll. Yeah. 100%. Did, um, so this year, again, we didn't touch on it. The nominees came out last week, or the, the people that are going in. I'm okay with some of them. Tina Turner, yeah, she belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Should have been. Absolutely. Foo Fighters? Is too early? No, because the, the, the so? rule is 20 years after your first album. It's been 20 years? Okay. Uh, uh Okay, you're it's, in. It's been more than two, 20 years because I think their first album was like 1997 or 1998. Yeah, I mean, hey, it just takes one good shot to make a new band. Yeah, good enough. That's true. I mean, oh, there you go. But good enough. Um, and they put Randy Rhodes in as a special contributor. I agree with that. He he definitely would have been Crazy one of the... train alone. He would have been one of the greatest... I mean, listen, I love Ozzy, but Ozzy might not have the following that he doesn't he has if his first two albums had not been fucking monsters. How is Ozzy not in the Hall of Fame? Well, that's it. As Ozzy, a solo artist. Ozzy is not. Um still not. Iron Maiden, still not. Judas Priest, still not. But you know who is? You Iron know who is? Freaking Maiden. You know who is? You know who got inducted this year? Yeah, Jay Z. The fucking legendary rock and roll artist Jay Z. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude can shred. Now I don't have a problem with Jay-Z being recognized for his accomplishment in music. You have to have another wing. Yes. Somebody says that somebody said that it's okay because the idea of rock and roll was about non-conforming and stuff like that. Okay, I get that. But then there needs to be a wing in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that is dedicated to that type of music. You know, it's categories. Don't tell me that our, that Jay-Z is considered rock and roll because if I try to tell you that Nickelback is considered R&B. Well, if, if I told you that Nickelback was considered good, no, I'm kidding. I, I like Nickelback. but I do too, and it, I have no problem saying Ozzy Osbourne, that. Ozzy Osbourne's R&B. No, he's fucking not. It's different types of music. But you already nailed it at the beginning of this whole subject. They're fucking horrible. They're just dumb. Because, yeah, his Jay-Z, obviously, massive. Hey, I Mass- listen to some Jay-Z music. Tons, he's put out shit tons of music. Run DMC's in there. I listen to Run DMC. Rapping on R&B. Uh, that, yeah, that's, that, goes that's exactly. I don't understand it, but uh, the Go Go's. Okay, now I like the Go Go's. Legendary behind the scenes stories. Oh, of course, <laughs> oh. I like the Go Go's. But the Go Go's were only big for like what five years, four or five years. They're not Iron Maiden. Nope. They're not Ozzy Osbourne. Pop. I'm okay with that though because but Michael Jackson was the, is in there. It, yeah. There needs to be categories. But when I look at the level of output of the Go Go's. The output that they had was really good, but it was a very small window. When I look at Iron Maiden, really, 50 years, it took you 45 years to put Rush in? Fuck off. He flies his own tour jet. Yeah, exactly. Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, he's a fucking badass. Yeah. Anyway. He's Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, so. The only difference is I make gold records. (laughs) (laughs) Four of seven. I nailed it. Yep. Nice job. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, that's a fun game. It, It takes a little bit of work trying to figure out who to pull tweets from and stuff like that, but worth it. Well, we don't have to do it every week. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. Oh no, I'm th- th- that's going to be every week. All right, cool. Until I just flat out run out of people to steal tweets from. I love it. Want to do our list? I do want to do our list. Good. This is your idea, so explain it to the f- good folks at home. So clearly, this time of year being the magical time of year that it is with hockey playoffs, and we've done 
a, I mean, two years worth of lists now. So hockey, we've done hockey players, we've done football players and all that stuff. But um, I thought because the Stanley Cup finals are so incredible, um, how about our all-time fantasy matchups in the, Stan- in the Stanley Cup finals? Good enough. Every, any era, any year, any team versus another team. Basically, if you're playing NHL on PlayStation, whatever like that, and you can pick two teams to play, which two teams would you want to see go a seven-game series for, like, an ultimate cup? Yeah. Clearly, completely fictional. Now, this is uh, definitely more in your wheelhouse than mine. Because Correct. even though I love hockey, I have only been a hardcore hockey fan for about 10 years. It's never too late. No, I know. 10 years. Uh, I have liked never. I've liked hockey, but never been in the position that I could watch it all the time sure. because of the TV that was on and everything. So since, uh, if you want, since it was Can your Can I list, say... How proud I am of you! Well, thank with you. With all the hockey that you're watching, thank you. Up to this point, you've probably watched more than I have. Oh, I have. I commend you. I have. Thank you. You've earned. I'm it. looking. I'm looking for that that pat on the back from you. Nice job. Thanks, dude. Man. I just flat out slapped you on the back. Thanks, buddy. Nice job. Um, I'll go first. Bring it. My number five is the 2012 Los Angeles Kings versus the 2019 St. Louis Blues for one reason dude. and one reason only: goalies. Nobody scored that fucking matchup. And you know what? I literally picked that Kings team with Mike Quick, but I was like, I could not come up with a team for them to play. That's a perfect team. Mike Quick versus Jordan Bennington. Jordan? Yeah, Jordan Bennington. With no no stars. No real stars. Um, uh, just out of nowhere teams. Dark horses. Yep. That would be a dark horse final. Good for you. Do you know who, who um, Mike... Or, uh, What's his name? Quick, Mike Quick, Mike Quick. Mm-hmm. Do you know who his backup was that year? Uh, sh- uh, no, I don't. Jonathan Bernier. No shit. Yep, that's crazy. That is crazy. That is a god damn it, Greg. Thanks, good for, man. Good for you. Awesome. This is actually what I spent most of my time working on this weekend because I can do this with football like that. Oh, 100%. And you can do it with hockey. I had right. to, I had to do some research, but mine number five is old school. Going way back because I didn't see either of these teams, but these teams are firmly engraved on the. All of my teams are cup winners. All, all of, of my teams are cup winners. All as of well. my teams are cup winners. This one would be, to, of course, like you said, this one was kind of a no-brainer. Bobby Orr's 1970 Bruins versus Gordy Howe's 1955 Red Wings. That is old school hockey. I, I don't know how it get much better than that, right? I mean, I mean that is literally two of the greatest hockey players that have ever played. They, you, no matter Howell, what anybody Ted says, Lindsay, you can definitely put them in the top five. Alex Delvecchio, so, yeah. Bobby Orr. Um, I just if, God it, that style of hockey from back then. Now, granted, they're twenty five years apart, or no, f- fifteen years apart, but the game didn't change that much. Not much over that course of time. Players were still tough as hell. Uh, yeah, I just thought that would be none of them that, had teeth. None of them wore cool helmets. To see. Absolutely, yeah, that'll be a good. That's a I I like it. Gordy Howe, real quick story. One of my favorite Gordy Howe stories. I forget. I don't know which game, and I don't know which player it was. Gordy gets split open. Goes into the training room to get stitches in his face. I think it was over his eye. Um, he wants stitches so he can get back on the ice. The doctor stitches up Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe then tells, or he says, like, you know, who, you know, how'd you get this or who did this? Uh, Gordy Howe, I believe, tells the doctor who it was. The doctor finished stitches him up, and Gordy tells the doctor, don't go anywhere because he'll be in in a few minutes. (laughs) 
Corey Howell's a badass, <laughs> it's dude. Awesome. They did they didn't mind they didn't mind throwing the knuckles back then. No, not at all. Um so yeah. Seventy Bruins versus the fifty five Red Wings. Uh my number four. I hate to give these guys any credit, but they were a really good fucking team. Is the two thousand and fifteen Chicago Blackhawks mm. versus the two thousand and sixteen Pittsburgh Penguins. Yep, I can see that. Okay, Jonathan Tays, Corey Crawford, matchup. Patrick Kane, um, Maria uh, Hossa, I think. Hossa. Hossa. Piece of shit. And then the Penguins, you had Chris Letang, uh, Mark Andrews Fleury, Paul Hornquist, Phil Kessel, Sidney Crosby. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know what that is? That's offense for days. Kessel, one of the most underappreciated hockey players ever. I agree. How? I don't know. I agree. Just The guy all, just wins. All he did was go out and play and, and, play awesome. and succeed. I agree. Uh, I know that that's a newer stuff, and I know that you don't care for either of those teams. I get it. Oh, but but I, the firepower that those two teams had was just... If you take my heart out of it, I recognize the matchup, and you are correct. Gotcha. That that would be something. Number four, speaking of teams that can go fuck themselves, the <laughs> 2000 Colorado Avalanche versus the 1981 New York Islanders. Oh, uh, Yeah. 81 Islanders. A team that wins four Stanley Cups, which will I don't think will ever be come close to being done. People can't have a hard time getting back-to-backs nowadays. They did it four times. That's crazy. Four times? Four that's, in a row. That, that, that's four insane. in a row. That, yeah. that, that'll never be done again, ever. So, yeah. The 2000 Colorado Go Fuck Yourself Avalanche against the 81 New York Islanders. Now, that was the one with Wah, right? Yep. Ray... Uh, Wow, Ray, Ray Bork. Bork came from Boston over there, and everyone's like, "Oh, get your cup." Get Joe your cup. Sackick, Peter yeah. Forsberg, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fuck them all. Yeah, Hate I agree. Them. But God, it was a good rivalry. God, it damn. was. It was any, a good. I would give anything to have that back. Okay, uh, my number three, and of course, I have to put them on here at least once. Would be my, the, and I know that I, I said they've all won a cup. That this team hasn't won a cup. The twenty twenty one Tampa Bay Lightning. Just because of the firepower that they have at so many levels, they are stocked. Mm-hmm. And the and the and against the ninety two pins, it's not bad, dude. Mario Lemieux, Jeremy Jagger, Mark Recchi, Rick Tockett. That was that was a really good, really good hockey team. You know what's funny? On my next one, it's totally different, but it's the same. Okay, the two thousand nine Penguins versus the two thousand four Bolts. 2004 St. Louis, Andrew yep. Chuck, um, I, I Brad think Richards. That matchup, yeah, uh, would be Hobby Bullen, and in, in that, I I think that would be a very very cool series. That was um, that would be a more even match because of the top to bottom that they had. Yep. They played good offense. They played good defense. They had good goaltending. It wasn't like they were really good at one thing and not another. They were both really well-balanced teams. Right. Really well-balanced teams. Deep. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Mine, number two, mm-hmm. is the 1995 New Jersey Devils. Oh, fucking hate them. Yeah, I know you do. Swept. Versus the 1996 Colorado Avalanche. Swept us. That would be a bruising series. It would. And here's what's crazy. I went back and I, I I wanted to make sure that I had reasons for those. So my 1995 Devils reason is Martin Brodeur, and that's it. You know what my reason would be? Scott Stevens. He was this guy's a fucking murderer. I didn't know who he was, but I saw the name. He was one of the higher Absolute point tellers. Absolute monster. And I would root for the Devils in that series, and I would root for Stevens to demolish Claude Lemieux. That was the other reason, the other thing. Uh, the Avs had Patrick Waugh, uh, Ryan Deadmarsh, Joe Sackick, Claude Lemieux, Peter Forsberg. I mean, it was a good team. 
Oh uh, yeah. Oh, sh- uh, Adam Deadmarsh. Adam Deadmarsh. I'm sorry. Was Adam so Deadmarsh. good. Yeah. Um, in Lemieux, I hated him, but God, he was a playoff player. Yeah. You don't have to like him. You just have to respect no, him. No, fuck him. <laughs> but yes, very uh, just just showed up in big games. Yeah. Till McCarty beat the living fuck out of him. Yeah, he did. Yep. Turtle, and, turtle, turtle. And then vanquished them from the playoffs too. That was awesome. Beat the hell out of him in the game seven, seven nothing. I think. Something like that. It was awesome. All right, number two. This is another homer pick. Last year's 2020 Bolts versus the 2002 Red Wings. Now, granted, the reason I picked this matchup is because the 2002 Red Wings that were loaded with Hall of of Famers would destroy the Bolts. They probably would. It would just make me happy. Because the Bolts are the team that sent us on this horrible tailspin into irrelevance. I, but la, la, I will say, last year's Bolts team was fun. It, 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 with that, no with no Stamkos. It's that team was. I I mean, I I could tell they just weren't going to lose. They're too good. Well, that's why. Too that's fast. why uh, to me the twenty twenty one Red Lightning are there because we've got Stamkos and Cooch and mm-hmm. Hedman. And Vasilevsky and uh, you know Gord you know and Ruda and I'm going to make a substitution on this because I don't think the O2 Wings I, that wouldn't have been a good series. I will say the 1997 Red Wings versus that team would be a little more evenly matched. Not as many, not as many, not as, as many Hall of Famers. Yeah, but but, but definitely a All Star cast. Fedorov. Oh yeah. Iserman. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. McCarty. Lidstrom. I mean M- McCarty. I mean McCarty. That goes without saying. McCarty. Go ahead, say something. Are you listening, Darren? McCarty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> someone gets it. Go ahead, Hedman. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Say something. Yeah, don't don't say shit. Yeah. Uh, I, Did you I, say I, a I goddamn word? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were coming off of that whole no salary cap. You could mm-hmm. sign whoever you wanted, so it was easy uh, to, to have that type of a, a roster. And it'll probably be the last time. I don't know. The Bolts have put together one hell of a roster uh, at this point, but again, up against the cap, like no, like nobody's business. The best part about that whole like, um, and it, not too many people say it, but the the in, the ones that know hockey don't do it because that team, yes, it was just write a check. Let's just build a team, and we they won a cup and damn near lost to Carolina. But um, a couple years after that, they won another cup with the salary cap. I so was looking it, back through the stuff. I could. I can't believe that Carolina has been around that long. I feel like they just came into the league. I know. I know. And they have a championship too, don't they? Carolina, they absolutely, they yeah. do. Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely, they do. And that team was. I didn't have it. I didn't have them on here, but um, I'm sure you could find another team that they would be pretty evenly matched with. So um, my number one, I broke the rules just a little bit, but you'll understand why, and you're going to give me a slow clap. My number one is what made me want to do this list. Okay. It was a no-brainer. Instant. So you talked about how the Islanders had won four cups in a row. Yes. The 80, 81, 82, and 83 Islanders. Well, there was another team that did it before them. It was the Montreal Canadiens. Yep. And it was the 76, 77, 78, and 79. So that's the matchup. The 76 through 79 Canadiens versus the 80 through 83 Islanders. Put the streaks on the line? Yes. Yeah. Who's going home a loser? Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the uh, the Oilers won a lot of cups, but they didn't win them back to back to back. I think they did have a back to back, but I don't know enough about hockey to have looked at those and said all those guys. I know that the Islanders had a lot of ha- ha- uh, good players, and I believe that Richard was an Islanders fan growing up, or was he a Rangers fan? I think he was an Islanders fan. I don't remember, but 
I want to say Rangers, but I don't. I don't know. When for you sure. got four in a row versus four in a row, what? I don't give a fuck who played on those teams. Let's just let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. Dude, pick pick your top sixteen and let's go. Who gets five? Yeah. Who, who wants it? Who wants it the most? All right. So back what I said about um, it wouldn't be fair. The 1984 Oilers, Paul Coffey, Grant Fuhrer, Yari Curry, Gretzky, Messier, blah, 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 blah. The 1984 Oilers versus the 2002 Red Wings. That'd be a hell of a matchup. Hall of Fame matchup. Seven yep. games of that. Like, Brett, because Brett Hull, um, who was... Uh, uh, oh, I have a list. Okay. Iserman, Lidstrom, Hasek. Cronwall, who was an absolute destroyer in his prime, which was then. Zetterberg, Chelios, Robitaille, Shanahan, Larionov, Fedorov. How? Stop it. Yeah. Absolutely. I but agree. That, the, the Wings have a deeper team than the Oilers, but they also had uh, the, matchup, the matchup alone. Grant Fuhrer versus Dominic Hasek. That, that, I mean, when it, when it comes to goalies, there's not many that are – up there that high or higher. Well, the Oilers were so good for so long, but people people are like, oh, they had Gretzky. They had a great goaltender, number one. But people forget that Yari Curry was scoring just as many points, if not more, than Gretzky on the other side. Yeah. That, God, that matchup, I mean, That would be damn. great. What do we got to do to make this happen? Um, Let's call I, Darren. Hey, Darren, know. can I'll you s- call the boys? Let me see if I can get um, NHL 2002. <laughs> see if we can do... You know, pick old teams, and then we'll just set it on play and watch and watch them go. I love it. Yeah, for seven games, because it would go seven games, maybe six. Detroit would win it at home in six. For Detroit to win it at home in six, you would have to have given home ice advantage to Edmonton. They would drop game one. Okay. Still feeling it out. Still. <laughs> then they would split one, and then the Wings would win out. But the Edmonton would have home field ice, home home ice advantage. That's all right. I figured you'd be okay with it. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Man, who gives a fuck, right? I think it's better to have not have home ice because you just got to go into the first two games and steal one, and then you take it right back, and then you're heading yeah. back home. I, I I like that momentum coming back home after stealing one or possibly two. Yeah, or possibly two. And then Absolutely. Big well, it's, on it your worked side. out. It worked out good for Boston. It worked out good for Florida. Sure as for, hell or, did for uh, Tampa Bay. Yes, for sure. So, yep, just steal one. Just steal one. That's all you got to do. That's a fun list. Yeah. Thank you for the idea. Yeah, you know, it was a layup for me. Little, yeah, little bit shorter uh, episode this week, guys. Please don't hate us. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, now you can go do something like I don't know. Can't put out marathons all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Like send us a goddamn email. At top five for fighting at gmail.com. Number five. Check us out at uh, top five for fighting uh, at, on Facebook. Top five for fighting.com. Check out the merchandise store, please. There's a lot of stuff there. A lot of different styles of shirts. A lot of different colors of shirts. Um. Uh, hey, check, check out our watch Army of the Dead and email us and tell us what you thought. Because yeah. I'm curious to see what other people think about it too. That'll work. That's your homework assignment. Watch Army of the Dead and email us at top five for fighting at gmail.com. That'll work. Number five. Hit us up on Patreon. Remember, 33% of everything that we get, we we send uh, troops uh, stuff to the troops. They should be getting their package this week. Really? Uh, well, it's, it left Chicago on. Saturday, Saturday, it left on an international flight, so they should be getting it pretty quick. Leave it to Chicago, they'll fuck it up. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm joking. Well, the good news is, is that you're gonna get extra lottery pick, lottery picks at this point now because it did go through Chicago. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Batman. Yep. Yeah. 
Hate them. That's it. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll have our Memorial Day episode. We'll try and do something fun. We will have uh, reports. We'll recap uh, the trip. Yep. We will have uh, we will have a, a long and detailed list of injuries, uh, tickets, arrests, <laughs> pictures, In- or it didn't happen. I, the injury report w- will be <laughs> will be something nice. Because I can guarantee you, I will throw at least one move on Shane. Uh oh. One move will happen. I'm just trying to decide what it is. I don't know, because it's going to happen. Okay. For sure. And then, this is what I'm looking forward to. Somebody watching Army of the Dead and emailing me at <laughs> top 5 at gmail.com, number five. Just Thanks. don't draw this out for seven months. Yeah, please. Just fucking do it. Thanks a lot, guys. See ya. Thank you. Don't be a dick. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first met like a cat in a litter box. (laughs) All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to me.